about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone. Once again, thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, We don't just try to give you um, what the medical problems in the world are. We try to give you the solutions to them, not just solutions, but safe and healthy ones. And that's the value of listening to our shows. And one of the most wonderful things about Voice America here, voiceamerica.com, is that all our shows get archived. So if you go to voiceamerica.com and you click on uh, health and wellness, of course, and then functional medicine with me, you'll get all the shows. You'll see May, June, July, August, September. And when you see all those shows archived, you can click on each month and look at what the subjects are. And if there's something that you feel you need right away, you can listen to that show. And then Remember what the subjects were that we did speak about, because later on, you may decide that this is something you do want to remember and go back to, and who was the guest, or what are the answers to that problem. So they're all laid out there for you, and that's one of the wonderful things about our show. Um, In addition to that, if you need to um, speak with me, you're welcome to call my Manhattan office at 212 581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. And uh, they won't answer your health questions, but they'll be very happy to connect you with me. Uh, Also, you could reach me at Ozone Doctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R, OzoneDoctor at Yahoo.com. All right. Next, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Promo Life, uh, who makes the finest um, uh, home care and medical grade ozone machines here in the USA for doctors to use. Um, uh, home Ozone, if you've listened to our shows, and we've done quite a few on ozone therapy and how beneficial it can be, uh, you'll find that you can't get a better machine or better tech support than Promo Life. Uh, they have videos up showing you how to do all the different home care methods. Um, it's it's pretty wonderful thing. You can also go and join our ozone organization, Ozone Without Borders. NGO. Ozone Without Borders. NGO. And there you'll see a host of information, a wealth, a plethora of information on how medical ozone therapy can be beneficial to you. Um, And just as an example, uh, for the last uh, three weeks, I've had 64 phone calls on herpes, HSV 1 and 2, herpes 1 and 2. And we did that show on July 29, and they're going back. Everybody goes back and listens to it, and you get all your questions answered. And it shows why medical ozone therapy done in the DIV method has been proven successful to get rid of herpes over the years. And right now, there is no other medicine that can do that. Um, Then I'd like to also welcome our our sponsor, 
Doctors Biome, and you can go to doctorsbiome.com. Doctors Biome is the most important um, symbiotic, that's S-Y-N as in Nancy, not S-Y-M, symbiotic out there. A symbiotic, as you learned from my last show, is a probiotic, prebiotic drink, or in this case, a drink, since it's in a 100% organic vegetable fruit juice, where the bacterias that have been patented, these smart bacterias are growing in, and um, uh, they have the most amazing beneficial effect as they attach to the wall of your gut. In fact, the we believe that the effect is very, very important, and so important that... Uh, a very important company out there contacted uh, Doctors Biome uh, called True Diagnostic. True Diagnostics. True Diagnostics does something called epigenetic age testing. And I know you may never have heard of what epigenetic age is, but believe me, this is monumentally important for you to learn about and know about for yourself. And your doctor, um, as you're going to learn can help you test your epigenetic age. So what we're going to do is talk all about epigenetic age, what that means, how does it affect your health? And we happen to have one of the experts from the company, Jeremy Delk on the line, and he's going to answer all the questions that we have so that you'll, you'll know what you can do about this and then even tell you how you can find the doctor, hopefully in your area, uh, that can help you get tested for it. So, Jeremy, are you there? I am. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being had. I need, <laughs> I couldn't do this without you. So, let's, let's start off with this. Let me just say that there are many factors affecting chronic uh, diseases in, our, uh, in people. Um, of course, we all know that Diet is one of the major things we have control over, whether we're inactive or not, whether we have enough exercise in our life. That's another factor. Um, uh, smoking, of course, can affect our age very much in a serious way and, and lead us to chronic diseases. But probably, well, let me ask you, what do you feel is the number one risk factor for all chronic diseases? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question, and you obviously touched on several right there, but, you know, it's the, I think when you really look at it, um, it's age and, and, and aging, right? You know, we know there's, there's data out there that shows um, if you could um, decrease your biological age um, by seven years, you cut your risk profile for chronic disease uh, and mortality in half, right? That's a really, really powerful, powerful metric. And that, I think, that metric alone um, has been kind of part of the baseline for why, you know, physicians have been really, really excited about um, epigenetics and definitely see that as, a, as part of the future, you know. Um, we've been in this integrated health space and around it for, for a lot, uh, a lot of years. And speaking to physicians and, and patients alike, you know, integrative health or, you know, anti-aging medicine or what, however you want to, to look at it, concierge, um, preventative medicine. Um, it's been around for years and years and years. However, from a data standpoint, 
you know, we know that our patients are feeling better, they're looking better, they're, they're, they're not on the statins, they're, they're, they're living healthier in, in, in a lot of cases on their lives, but there's not a really good, you know, one quarter data set to objectively point towards. And I think now with um, what we've been able to do at True and rolling out this True Age kit, uh, which is the first of several kits that we'll be rolling out, um, we now have that, that diagnostic that gives that barometer um, to allow a patient and a physician to have a dialogue because um, it's really that, you know, check, hey, smoking's bad for you or cut down on, you know, um, your sodium or cut down on, you know, carbs or wh- whatever that is that sometimes, you know, rolls off the back of the tongue and then just kind of just rolls over a patient and they don't, oh, of course that's important, but they, they, they kind of lean away from it. This is a really good, you know, standing point in time to say, hey, remember where you are, this is actually where you are now. And then once you have that data, data is very much powerful, right? You, you, you have to know where you are before you can start knowing where you're going. And that's what, you know, what we're able to do with, with True Age here at True Agnostic is to let you know unequivocally where you are and then working with your physician, okay, let's put a pathway through on these, on these components to try and, try and roll, it, roll it through. So that's, um, that's probably been the biggest piece that we found that's been so exciting um, from the marker piece. You know, beyond that, I think epigenetics is, is definitely a new field and, you know, I don't know how well-versed, you know, a lot of the population is. You know, we've all heard about genetics and you look at um, so many folks have gotten, you know, their 23andMe test, right? And that's fun from a novelty standpoint and that you can see your, your heritage and family tree, but also it gives you some inkling of predispositions um, but there's not really a, a big deliverable for it, and, and everyone feels like your genetics are your genetics, which, you know, in epigenetics, um, over 60% of those are modifiable, um, which can be done by things that you mentioned, whether it's diet, nutrition, uh, medical intervention, um, exercise. So now you can really use that from a plan standpoint and say, hey, this is where we are. Um, how do we work towards that, uh, that goal and track that measure? So. Um, apologize for the long answer, but yeah, something we're really excited about. <laughs> That's not too long an answer. I talk more than you, so I'm going to try to keep <laughs> shut, shut if I can. So here's the thing. as I, I want the listeners to understand. There's, we, we're dealing with your body is two ages, your chronologic age. How many years old are you? And then what your real age is. We're talking about your real age here, because you may know everybody sees people out there that may be 50 years old, but they look and act like they're in their 70s or 80s. And then you have people in their 70s or 80s, I'm 72, who act like you're in their 50s. So there's a difference between what you are chronologically and what you are in essence, uh, genetically, your real true age. And that's what we're talking about here. So there's different ways of testing and you use blood testing versus the saliva testing that I know has been done uh, to try to fi- uh, figure this out. And by the way, any form of saliva testing in New York state where I practice is outlawed. It is an illegal act. If you do a saliva test of any kind for any reason in New York state, the doctor could lose his license, believe it or not. 
So blood testing is a very important thing. And what's the difference in value? Why is it a blood test? How do, what does your blood test show that you can't find in a saliva test? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I think there's two pieces that differentiate the the true age test and what we do with, with true, true uh, diagnostics. So the number one is obviously we do choose to use blood um, over saliva. Um, you're just getting a much more accurate uh, specimen and, and sample um, because we don't measure just the blood. What we're, what we're doing uh, prior to doing um, the array, and I can talk a little bit on the technical if you like, prior to doing um, the, the actual processing, we take the sample and then we do what's called a DNA extraction. So doing the DNA extraction process from blood um, has just proven in, over the years to be far, far superior um, on an end result sample. So having that baseline of DNA extracted is obviously crucial when we're looking at the epigenetic values of it. So I think that's probably the phase one piece um, additionally, what we do here in our facility in Lexington, Kentucky, we've got a 20,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility uh, that we built out in conjunction with Illumina um, using the Epic Array and the, the, um, uh, you know, all the Illumina state-of-the-art equipment, and they are pretty much one of the pioneers as it goes to genetic testing. We are looking at um, a lot more spots um, as far as CPG spots go. So we're looking at over 850,000 spots on the DNA. And previously, they've been looking at 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. So by being able to get higher numbers of data points, it allows us to paint a much more accurate picture. Um, so I think it's a two-pronged approach is, hey, you have to, before you start looking at the canvas, you have to make sure you have a clean canvas that has all the information, especially that's important to us because we're looking at so many uh, individual CPG markers. Okay. And by the way, there are, I believe, many doctors that listen to our show. So if you want to get a little technical here and there, even if it goes above some of the listeners' heads, it's okay. Um, uh, I think the doctors could appreciate that. Um, so just to, just to be clear, why, be, be, why is epigenetics, how is it really different from genetics itself? I'm still not quite clear by, uh, from what you said, but go into that a little bit more. For sure. So, I mean, your genetics are, are, are a static piece, and we, we're obviously, you know, we all have our own genetic makeup, right? So that's how we're genetically programmed. Epigenetics, and there's different layers of the genome, right? So you have different layers as you expand out from, the, from your, your, your core genome. So you've got metabolomics. So how are, you know, how are you metabolizing things? So there's different pieces that you can, that can eva evaluate different parts of the body, how you're digesting something, um, how your body reacts to viruses or um, infections. Um, with epigenetics, you are getting the most robust um, picture of your genetic mark, uh, makeup, but it's giving you the ability and an understanding to look at um, what interventions you could make to improve that. Again, 60% of that epigenetic um, code is modifiable through some sort of inter intervention. And most, most of the time is a multimodal approach. It's not, hey, take this pill and it's going to help your epigenetic age. It's this multimodal strategy of diet, nutrition, exercise, medical intervention, supplementation, um, and those environmental pieces. So that's why it's so important. Um, and I think that's why, I mean, I gave the, maybe a poor analogy to the 23andMe test, which again, nothing wrong with it, 
but it doesn't really give you, other than the novelty, it doesn't tell you much. Okay, you're predisposed to have, you know, green or hazel eyes. Okay, that's great. What do you do with that, right? How do I take that and, and, and do something? Um, with epigenetics, you're able to get a real good marker. And, and, and we look at it, you know, as a, as a true agent, why we launched this one as our first diagnostic tool, and I can tell you a little about the future, that is going to be the most accurate picture on how you are living um, and more importantly, how you're aging, right? So you gave a, a very good example that someone's in their 50s, but they act like they're in their 70s. That's a very subjective visual and you could totally see that. But there are folks that look good, feel okay, but they're not aging well, maybe because they're smoking or maybe because they're doing other, other things. So this is the most true, why do we call it true age? This is the most true marker and the true, um, you know, metric that we are able to point to and say, hey, this is the scoreboard. This is where you are. Um, and hopefully you're happy with it and you can maintain it. Or if there's room for improvement, let's develop that, that path. And the nice thing as we go through, and you know, this is going to be something that patients and, and physicians test you know, semi-annually or quarterly or at least once a year. Um, so you have data points that are stacking and you're able to build off of and say, okay, this is the trend that I'm going for. Nicely, we're able to, because we're looking at all these different spots, we're constantly developing new algorithms and developing new, uh, new tests where we're going to be able to look at other pieces. So we believe at True Diagnostic, I mean, knowledge is power, and there's a lot of things that are antiquated. And just running venous bloods and looking at HDL, LDLs, you know, we're looking and doing a lot of studies that some are confidential with some pretty prominent universities that we'll, we'll publish later on that we see this as a future of diagnostics, um, period, right? So how we're able to look at different pieces, whether it's predispositions to, um, you know, cancers or, um, you know, heart disease, Alzheimer's. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that we're excited about by looking at your epigenetics and where we're able to, to go with it. Wonderful. We're going to go to a commercial break right now. And when we come back, we're going to get into how people can change your epigenetic age. If possible, let's get back to be 19 years old. I'd love to be that again. So we're going to cut to our commercials. Hang in there. We'll be right back here at Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. 
Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there and coming back. We're talking about a very important and exciting topic, what your real age is, not what you are chronologically, but your epigenetic age. And we now have one of the uh, principles of true uh, diagnostics on the line, uh, Ryan Smith with us, along with Jeremy Delk. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Okay, watch out. There's some sort of crazy noise going on there. Uh, so My apologies. That's okay. Let's talk about how do you change? How do you, how do you lower your real age from what your chronologic age is? Uh, absolutely. It's actually, uh, that, that's a, a complicated question and, and uh, one that's very, very new. Um, you know, there are a lot of anti-aging interventions that are sort of marketed out there. Um, but, but really, in terms of this study, there's only been one trial which has been published um, to date to show something that can actually reverse this epigenetic aging rate. Um, that, that trial was actually a pretty famous one released in September of last year. So actually, uh, it, it's almost a year old today um, on the dot. And, and, and the really interesting thing about that trial uh, is called the TRIM trial, which stands for Thymic Rejuvenation um, and, and insulin mitigation. Um, and, and what that was trying to do is, is use a really well-known and popular sort of uh, growth, uh, anti-aging product, growth hormone, um, to stimulate the thymus. For those of you who don't know, the thymus is one of those immune um, organs in the body which sort of deteriorates as we age. And that process is called immunosenescence. Um, it's a lot of the reason why older people tend to get sick with the flu or even the coronavirus. Um, and so, so what happens is that thymus sort of organ just shrinks as we age and puts out a lot less of those immune cells which are keeping us healthy. Um, the, the idea of this trial was to use growth hormone to regenerate the thymus. So uh, using growth hormone to stimulate regrowth of that organ um, and then sort of provide better immune functioning. Um, unfortunately, oftentimes with growth hormone, there are some negative side effects if you dose it too high. In particular, you can develop some insulin resistance. Um, and so they used DHEA and metformin, two other really inexpensive um, and, and well-known drugs to sort of mitigate those side effects. Um, and, and this was a really exciting trial because in 1.5 years uh, of the trial, they actually saw an average reduction of 2.5 years of epigenetic aging. And so they were able to actually reverse uh, a year in, in the total time span uh, of growing younger. And that was a really, really exciting trial. Um, and so that sort of right now is sort of the baseline, but there are so many other things out there which are, are, are very, very exciting and might also um, affect this metric in a really positive way. Okay. 
Well, yeah. I, and by the way, yeah, and I'd be happy you know, to talk about some of those things too. Well, one of the things that I like, uh, that I think is very impressive about your company is that uh, you're investing in uh, clinical trials to see if various products can lower the epigenetic age, including doctors' biome, uh, which you know can Absolutely. help repair the gut. If you're not absorbing your nutrients correctly because your gut is is impaired, uh, the gut wall is impaired, there's no way that you can affect epigenetic age um, significantly. And yeah. it's going to be very interesting if we do a clinical trial with Doctors Biome to see if by repairing the gut, which most people have a, a, a gut that's in trouble, most people have taken antibiotics even once in their lifetime or eat red meat or chicken that isn't organic or farm-raised fish now, where you're going to get uncooked out doses of antibiotics, even if you burn the stuff. Uh, if you go out to dinner in restaurants or takeout from places, they don't use generally organic meats and chicken. So all these antibiotics allow the kill-off of the good gut biome, allowing yeast to overgrow. And um, with that, you get leaky gut, irritable bowel, and all these other problems, and uh, thus, in the end, a lack of Absolutely. absorption of nutrients. So this is going to be a very interesting clinical trial if we can get one of those things going. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. And if I can speak a little bit more through that, go uh, on. I think that Jeremy, Jeremy brought up uh, in his talk, sort of whenever you're talking about the difference between epigenetics and genomics, um, he also brought up this idea of metabolomics, um, and, and, and this all sort of fits this into this idea of multiomics. Um, you know, it's based off the central dogma of biochemistry where, you know, it starts with genetics and then you have the, that genetic material, which is transcribed to mRNA and RNA, which is transcribed to proteins and peptides or proteins and peptides. That's sort of the central dogma of the of biochemistry. But um, one of the big parts is always missing in that multiomics approach is this gut microbiome because it is a sort of a, a secondary uh, sort of organism and organ system in your body. And if you're not appropriately managing it, you can have some, a lot of negative health outcomes. And, but, but if it's optimized, you can have a lot of positive health outcomes. And there's been already some good studies to show that people who take care of their microbiome um, have sort of, uh, I should say, reduced epigenetic age um, epidemiologically. So these are looking at, at people who have healthy guts um, from a population level, not necessarily an intervention level. Um, but the, the good, exciting thing about that is it makes it so that we believe that things like Doctors Biome or, or some other, you know, types of probiotic products, things that are taking care of your gut, have a really good chance of actually reversing this aging rate and, and sort of helping with this epigenetic aging measurement. Okay. This is why I, I find this so exciting and so important, because the key is to grow old and be well, not just to grow old. And if you grow old and you're exactly. not well, trust me, nobody is happy. So how does, how does your epigenetic aging rate affect your risk for these other diseases? Yeah, so, so right now, uh, just not even talking about biological aging, just talking about chronological aging, um, age is the number one risk factor for almost all chronic disease. That includes cancer, diabetes, that includes osteoarthritis, it includes uh, Alzheimer's, includes Parkinson's. All of those are, are chronic age-related diseases. Um, and age, chronological age, is, is one of the best uh, predictors of those diseases. Um, however, the link gets even stronger when you look at things like biological age, because 
uh, with biological age, we're sort of getting to the underlying what's causing this aging process. Um, and that's what's really so exciting about epigenetic measurements is, and probably the reason that Dr. Horvath, who created a lot of these algorithms, will probably end up winning a Nobel Prize, is because he didn't just find a sign that was correlated with aging. He really sort of discovered uh, underlying markers which might also be the cause of all of these age-related diseases. And so, so by affecting biological, biological age by these metrics, you're also sort of affecting the underlying cause. And, and that's super important because that's the reason if you're reducing this, you're reducing your risk of all chronic disease. And, and, and we always talk about it just as you mentioned. It's not just about how long you live. It's also about how well you live, right? And so we call that health span. Um, and, and the good news about health span and lifespan is that this biological age measurement is the number one metric um, that, that is correlated to both of those outcomes, health span and lifespan. So by improving one of those metrics, you're reducing your risk of all those chronic disease and improving your health span and improving your lifespan, which is exactly what you want. Well, that's exactly what everybody should want if they're not if they're <laughs> smart. Now, here's something I want to ask exactly. about in 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 medical in not so much the medical literature that I read, but many of my patients and colleagues have we've been talking about telomeres, and telomeres mm-hmm. uh, are, are now becoming more important in medicine. What are they? How does this? How do the? How does true diagnostics work with that, or are they going to be working with that? Uh, because um, it's it's becoming a very important topic. Definitely, and 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 you know. Telomeres are sort of one of the original ways that people like to measure aging. Um, just for those who aren't familiar with the science behind telomeres, I'll go into it just a little bit. Um, you know, simply put, telomeres are almost like the end caps on the end of our DNA. Um, and every time our DNA replicates, uh, they get a little bit shorter. And so over time, if our DNA replicates and our cells replicate again and again and again, these slowly get whittled away. And until they end up disappearing and you actually start to lose DNA that you can't and should not lose. Um, and that's a, a bad problem because what happens then is you enter something called replicative senescence. Um, and, and that's really when these cells pause or try and kill themselves off. And that, that's a really, really bad thing. And so for years, telomeres measurements have been um, one of the ways that, that, that people have tried to measure this aging process. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, this, this, this telomeres uh, sort of age differently in each cell. And so, so it's hard to predict um, the impact of, of, of telomeres to certain disease states, um, just because the only telomeres that matter are the ones that are critically short. And, and you might have some in your body which are doing just fine. And if you measure those, they really wouldn't tell you their full outcome. And so the telomere measurement is super important to a lot of different clinical diseases. Um, but, but it's actually, uh, you know, it's even better if you measure telomere length or estimate telomere length um, by looking at the methylation marks on the DNA. Um, and that's what we do. And then hopefully we'll have, we'll have a test probably within just eight weeks um, that will be able to predict telomere lengths for, for your body, particularly in leukocytes, um, and, and predict it in a more accurate manner than traditional telomere testing. Um, beyond that, unlike regular telomere testing, um, this, this type of telomere testing is also highly correlated to outcomes, particularly the one outcome it's most highly correlated to is cardiovascular disease. And so by looking at telomere length and looking at where you should be for your age, we can also get an idea of your risk for cardiovascular disease and, and your propensity to develop things like uh, stroke, heart attack, uh, or any type of, of coronary artery disease. 
Well, what's interesting is, um, you know, we talk, my, my friends and I, we talk, we've talked about it on occasion, uh, various things that people can take to rebuild their telomeres or something that'll, um, you know, um, help improve them. Um, uh, so how do you know it's working? And that's the key thing. And from what I'm understanding is that your testing would be able to show us whether or not we're really rebuilding those telomeres or not, if that's possible. It, it absolutely, yeah, it, it absolutely would. And, and, and along with that, it would also, um, it would also uh, prove that you're reducing your risk of cardiovascular disease. So you're not just, you're not just increasing telomere length um, because you think it's associated with aging. You're doing it now also to reduce risk of certain diseases, which makes it very, very powerful. Um, and, and, and that's absolutely right. Now you have something you can measure um, to, to see which therapies are working best. And traditionally, those types of therapies tend to be things like astrologus. Um, you know, it, it's a common uh, sort of plant and herb, uh, usually done by companies like TA65. Um, and there's also some other, other products you've been studying to do that as well, such as a peptide called epitalin. Um, this, you know, there's a lot of others. I'd say those are the two hallmarks. Um, and we, we're actually investigating how both of those work um, with our technology as well. Well, the good news is it can, uh, from what, what I'm hearing, we'll be able to prove that if we're doing something works, it's worth continuing to do or take. But if it doesn't exactly. work, <laughs> then it's going to be very uncomfortable and unhappy for those companies that are making something, <laughs> touting its benefits and not having it benefit anybody. So, but you know exactly. what? The truth is all that matters. The truth is all that matters. Everybody wants to know the truth about everything. If, and, and, and covering exactly. things up and fooling yourself that taking something or doing something is beneficial without really showing evidence of it, uh, you know, that, that, that's a game we play with ourselves and we shouldn't. Now, I did 23andMe actually because my kids bought it for me as a holiday gift a few years ago. And while they have me answering questions all the time, because I said I would and I fill out these questionnaires for them, it doesn't really work. When I look at me... When I look at me, oh, we're getting a lot of noise at some end. Some some babies crying, I hear. So what we what we find out what we find out is uh, that a lot of the stuff they come back to me with doesn't pertain to me, even though it should, based on what my genetics are. Um, so what is what are some of the different things that you can learn from epigenetic testing versus that twenty three and me? Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, I always talk about, you know, every cell in your body, every single cell, your, your hair cells, your liver cells, even your toenails, they all have your genetic information. They all have the, the same genetic information. And so what makes the, the, the cells on your, that, that make up your, the back of your retina any different than the cells that make up your heart? And the answer is epigenetics. So the epigenetic mechanisms control what is expressed and what these cells do and turn into. Um, and so we always like to say, you know, your DNA is not your destiny, right? Because as, as Jeremy mentioned, 60% of these things are changeable. And, and as a result, you know, you, you can really take control back in your own hand. So you can change the expression of your genome. And so we don't, aren't just going to tell you, I always also like, use the, like, like to use the analogy of a light bulb. Um, I like to use the analogy of a light bulb because you can look at a light bulb and how it's constructed. You can look at exactly how everything is, is put together and shaped. 
Um, but if you can't tell if the light bulb is on or off, it, you're really missing the point because that's the point of a light bulb is to produce light. And it's the same way with our genetic information. You can look at sort of the baseline structure. Um, you can look at that genetic sequence like 23andMe does, but until you know what's actually being expressed from that sequence, you're missing the biggest picture because really your genetic information, uh, if it's not turned on, it, it doesn't really have an effect on your body. And that's what we're measuring. We're measuring sort of what's turned on and what's turned off. Um, and so with this, we're, you know, epigenetic sequencing in the, in, in the future will become very, very precise. You might be able to say, hey, this is, how, you know, this is how many uh, grams of protein you, you eat on average. This is how many carbs you eat on average. It can be extremely, extremely specific for a lot of different lifestyle things. Um, but, but, but the beauty of it is it's also a changing metric. And so that you, can, you can test this, you know, 23andMe you do once in your lifetime. Um, but this is something you, that you can do, you know, two to three times a year if you want to just to make sure that the things that you're doing are making a difference in a positive way. And it goes back to what you said, you know, truth, truth is, is the end all be all, right? You know, that's, that's what everyone's searching for. And with this, now you have an objective way to tell on a personalized basis how things are working. You don't have to wait 40 years um, to see how one particular medication, uh, you know, fared against placebo in terms of outcomes. You can do it in real time, even within just three months, which you couldn't do before. This is great. Listen, we're going to be going to a commercial break in just a, a short time. When we come back, um, let's see. <laughs> I hope that <laughs> you, have a, you have a young child there that's having a great time. I love kids. So that's, <laughs> not a, that's not a problem to me. And the listeners will just have to deal with it. That's all. Um, you know, that's just, I'm fine with that. But um, when we come back from the commercial break, I want to talk about what other fa what other things you might be able to get from each of these reports, and then uh, we can talk about something that's very interesting because I know it's part of uh, some of the information you sent me uh, about menopause. So everybody, hang in there. We're going to come back and we'll sum things up about epigenetics, and uh, we'll be right back after listening to our sponsors. <music> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back after our small short break. Uh, we're talking about epigenetic testing. What is your real age? Not what is your chronologic age, but what is your real age? So when they take blood, uh, Ryan, and, they, um, and you, uh, you get this, is there anything else that you can learn from the uh, testing that you do that would be beneficial to people? And, um, and I think it's an important test that people should be doing regularly um, if you want to grow old and be well. But what, can, what more can you learn from this? Uh, so uh, the answer is a, is, is a lot. And, and, and for here, I hate, to, I hate to do it, but we might get a little bit technical on a few pieces just because I think that um, it, it talks a little bit about all that value. Um, so, so obviously, one of the biggest metrics you're going to get is a readout of an age, and, and that's going to just be a number, right? It'll say you might be, uh, for instance, uh, 53, and it might give you an age of 49.2. Um, and so, so that, that is the main readout. But in addition to this, we also are able to, to look at specific spots in the genome that are correlated to certain outcomes. Um, one of my favorite ones to, to talk about in particular is one location which can become methylated. Um, and, and if that, that does become methylated, it's a really good indicator for your risk of diabetes. Um, so, for instance, uh, this is actually in, in the clinical setting, fasting insulin and HbA1c levels, um, which is sort of glycosylated hemoglobin, um, are the two best metrics for, for prediabetes risk. Um, and those are usually used in, in the standard of medicine. But this particular methylation mark is actually more predictive in seven years for diabetes risk than either of those two metrics. And so we're able to say um, with good incidence, if we look at this particular location, um, what your risk of developing diabetes is uh, within seven years. And actually, we can do that at a much better predictive rate than we could with diabetes. Um, and so, so we can sort of say, hey, this person is on track to develop diabetes in the next seven years. Um, let's do something about it, right? Let's, let's try and put them on something to lower their blood sugar or do some fasting or, or, or other things of that nature to actually have an impact. And so that's one of the things you can definitely tell about it. Um, but, but, you know, as we continue to sort of um, to, to grow this science, and it's a very, very new science, um, I would like to mention again that the, the first interventional trial only came out a year ago uh, today. And so this is still very new. And as it continues to grow, we'll learn more and more and more. But right now we can already say things like, Hey, what's your risk of diabetes? What's your risk of cancer? Uh, what's your, your, your risk of, um, of developing, uh, you know, a cardiovascular disease? We can tell your telomere links. Um, and soon we'll have a lot of other tests as well to look at how, you know, how much of your stem cells have been depleted. 
um, or, in, or how good of a candidate you might be for a certain type of therapy. Um, and so, so all of those things can be told by just a single blood test. Um, one really, really important thing I want to talk about as well is uh, is sort of is important with COVID, especially is that uh, this is also a really good me- metric and marker to measure how well your immune system is functioning. Um, as we talked about a little bit earlier, um, this measurement is a really good um, a really good view of how your immune system is working. And if you're getting some some high chronological or high biological ages, so if you're getting ages that might be three to four years older than you are chronologically. That's also a really good sign that your immune system probably isn't functioning like it should, um, and, and you, should, you should probably do something to, to change that. Well, that's very important. Um, you know, one of the good things about what I do, intravenous ozone therapy, is we're published in the Journal of Infectious Diseases and Epidemiology, March 6th, the full week before the, before the emergency was declared. Uh, showing that what we do in intravenous ozone therapy should work against COVID. Well, we now know that it is working against it. I've treated 10 post-COVID patients, meaning they weren't infectious, but they had the symptoms uh, that were lingering, and we got rid of them rapidly. Um, There's another doctor, Bronstein, a friend of ours um, in Detroit uh, area, who treated 107 in his parking lot because he was afraid to have him in his office, (laughs) and he had 106 get over it and only one uh, go on to needing a hospitalization out of 107 people while they were infectious. Um, and in Italy, 17 hospitals in Italy and Spain are now using it effectively. So while we have an effective treatment that's been blacked out by the news media for, I'm sure for their reasons, um, uh, blacked out. There is an effective treatment, but wouldn't it be nice to know whether you're a greater risk or not so you know whether or not you should leave your house? I have some young people that don't want to walk out of their home because they're they're so fearful. Now, we only have a few more minutes, so I want to talk about this for a minute. Um, This is a very important thing for most women and men. It's called menopause. And the reason it's important to men is because if you happen to be involved with a woman, whether it be your wife or a significant other, and she is going through menopause, believe me, men, it's going to affect your life (laughs) and (laughs) in a very serious way. Now, the Chinese don't believe menopause begins until your late 60s. And yet here in the U.S., menopause begins sometimes in the late 40s. So what's that all about? And how can we use epigenetic uh, age testing uh, to predict that or deal with that? Yeah, so, so um, the epigenetic aging is affected by menopause. And actually, what we see is that women um, who undergo menopause, uh, traditionally after they undergo menopause, they tend to age at a much faster rate. Um, and, and we're not really sure why yet. Um, and so, so we know that they're, they're inextricably linked, but we're not sure why. Um, one of the other things we should say is that uh, generally hormone levels, particularly higher testosterone levels, uh, tend to age um, uh, women a little bit more. And it's the same with men. Actually, men have a much, much faster epigenetic aging rate than women. Um, and, and, and so there, we know that there's some effect in some of these sex hormones, 
but we're not really sure to what degree yet. Uh, one thing that is often talked about whenever you're talking about menopause and particularly the differences in, in different cut, uh, countries in terms of the age of onset um, is, is other environmental factors, things like pollution, things like, um, uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, with other antibiotics, uh, you know, things like, things like uh, diet and nutrition that might be different in the U.S. than it is in other countries. And, and one thing that we know is that pollution is actually one of the biggest factors driving epigenetic aging. Um, and so, so avoiding things like that uh, might be one of the reasons why, why menopause and, and some of other, these other things are happening at earlier rates um, and, and, and are so well linked to this epigenetic aging rate. So we know that there's a big link, but we're still a little bit unsure of why the connection is there. Well, there definitely is a connection. There's no doubt about it. And that's what one day we're going to have to find out and discover. Um, exactly. We're just about done. Uh, before we go to how they can, people, doctors can contact you, patients can contact you to find out how to get a doctor, anything else you want to add on, anything else you want to summarize about this uh, important topic? Yeah, I would just say it's important to get to know now because this is going to be a topic which is going to be heavily discussed in the next 10 to 20 years. Um, epigenetic measurements are already the leading way to detect things like stage zero cancer, um, detecting it before it's there, the precision and accuracy of these tests are going to change medicine. Um, and so, so even if you're not familiar with it yet, um, just continue to listen to this topic. I would encourage any of the physicians or listeners who, who are just, uh, you know, patients um, to, to just start paying attention to this as a metric because um, it will continue to, to develop and we're going to learn a lot more about this and we're going to be learning a lot more about things and actions to take which will improve our own health. And this is really the future of preventative and personalized medicine, which gives it so much power. And so I would say, even if you're not ready or sold on this testing right now, keep it in the back of your mind because you'll start to see a lot of news stories about all the different benefits of this type of testing. Um, and, and, and you'll remember back to when you first heard about it and, and think about how, how do we ever live without this type of testing in medicine. Now, if people want to get in touch with uh, a doctor that you already uh, are selling test kits to, how would they contact, how would they find this out? Where, give us uh, websites, phone numbers, and I always like to say, <laughs> say everything twice and slowly so that everybody yeah. can write it down. Because uh, when you're listening to radio, uh, you don't have it in front of you like on a TV screen. So uh, if they want to reach, reach you, if they have questions about this, how do they go about it? Yeah, so well, I would recommend going to our website, um, which is uh, true, T-R-U, diagnostic.com. Um, and once again, that's going to be uh, true, T-R-U, diagnostic. Dot com. Um, there we have a lot of information. We have uh, information on the test. We have information about, about what is epigenetics. Um, and we have even some of the really technical and in-depth dives onto some of the biggest anti-aging products uh, like NAD therapy, things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, ozone. Uh, we, we make it applicable to the things that the patients are interested in. And so I would recommend going there. Um, you can learn a lot more about the test, and you can always ask us, and we'd be happy to refer you to a physician who can really talk about the results of this test and explain it. And, and we really do recommend going through a physician because uh, this information is is uh, really best viewed through a clinical lens. Yep. Uh, is there a so is there a phone number they can call you at uh, your 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 company at that uh, you you would give out? 
Absolutely. We have, we have several. The, the number I'll go ahead and give out now is uh, the, the line for a lot of our, our uh, scientific uh, consultants. And so if you ever would like to reach out, it's 859-797-2983. And once again, that's uh, 859-797-2983. And we'd love to discuss. Uh, if we, we don't pick up, you can always leave a voicemail and we'll get back to you that same day. Wonderful. Ryan Smith, thank you so much. I appreciate everything. This is, I think, going to be of one of the big and important topics in the future that a lot of a lot of shows, radio, television shows are going to be talking about because uh, this is 21st century medicine. That's what we're dealing with here. 21st century diagnostics in medicine and ways to know how to prevent as well as uh, whether the treatments you're doing are effective. Thank you again for being on our show. Perhaps we'll do another one in the future when we do one of these studies and we see what the results are. We can come back and discuss the benefits or not. Always the truth. Thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. It It was a pleasure. And everybody, I just want to say once again, remember promolife.com. If you want to get a home care ozone machine, which can help you fight the COVID virus, help prevent getting infections and problems. Uh, That's what ozone machines can do. They make ozonated water for drinking. Uh, You can do vaginal insufflations, which is an ozone douche to help prevent or treat vaginal problems. Uh, Rectal insufflation, which is an ozone enema, uh, gas enema, and that can help get some into your blood to help prevent and treat a lot of other things at promolife.com. You're going to be treated like a king. Tell them you heard them on Dr. Robin's uh, show, and I promise you they'll treat you like gold. And if you're going to go and buy Doctor's Biome, remember to use our special code, Radio20, R-A-D-I-O, Radio20, and you'll get 20% off your first order. There is no other product like it for your gut. If you don't have a healthy gut, you can't have a healthy life. It doesn't matter what you eat. You will not be getting the benefits of it. It doesn't matter what supplements you take. You won't be getting, absorbing the benefits of those supplements into your blood where you need them without having a healthy gut wall. And that's what Doctor's Biome does. It helps repair the gut wall and give you a healthy biome again so you can absorb all these nutrients and and live a healthier life. If you have any questions for me, please call my office in Manhattan at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. Or email me with questions or people who you'd like to see on the show, topics you'd like us to discuss at ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R at yahoo.com. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, stay well, and we'll be back again next week here on Voice America with Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week. 